Hi, Leanne. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to episode two, season two, The Journey of Self-Discovery. So we are here today, as usual, it's Sarah and Leanne. And Leanne's going to kick off with talking about what is the journey of self-discovery. So Leanne, over to you. Hello. Right. So um, well, self-discovery, as you know, kind of in the title, is all about discovering yourself so it's looking at yourself and asking sort of you know who am I um, you know what do I want from my life um, and yeah it's sort of evaluating self-reflecting looking at your dreams and your values and your goals and sort of you know what it is that you want to in your life and how you want to be and how you know how you can become the person that you want to be uh, but also yeah just getting to know who you are because we kind of go through our lives being um you know kind of di- dictated to by society by friends and family and sometimes we lose ourselves in that especially as women when we are playing lots of roles of different people we can lose who- sight of actually who we are so how practically do you go about that so what are the kind of things that you or you are doing right now um to kind of aid in that um, well, I think, yeah, it is, it's the important word of the journey of self-discovery is that it is a journey and that you are discovering yourself all the time. And it's not something that you kind of do overnight. You don't just sit down and go, right, I'm going to get to know myself today and then it's done. Um, and also we do, we're evolving all the time. And as we kind of find one thing that about ourselves, we'll then find out something else. So it's it, the first important thing, I think, is having awareness of yourself and who, you know, kind of reflecting and being able to step outside yourself and look at yourself and being more accepting of yourself and knowing that though we are kind of at heart quite egocentrical, is that the right word? You know, we're, we're kind of... Egocentric, yes, I think. Is the- yeah, is although that's kind of at the centre of who we are, it is, um, it's important to kind of look at that and give yourself time to reflect and kind of also be accepting of others that that's the case for everybody else as well. Yeah, so I, because I, I can see some of that. So I really can see the, the, you know, looking at what you want and things like that is really important. But I guess... It is a thing in the West, isn't it, where um, we talk about the self a lot um, and 99% of problems are to do with the self. Self-esteem, self-hate, self-loathing, self-pity. I am an imposter. I am not this. I am this. I, you know, and, um, and so I, I wonder whether in other places like India, Tibet, I don't know, China, whether they, whether they kind of, whether it's something they think about or whether they just kind of go through life not thinking so much of the self and, um, you know, thinking of themselves as their name or calling themselves you and, and, and thinking about the thing that's bigger than themselves. Yeah. All of those places you mentioned, those those societies are kind of based on a, you know, being a sort of collectivist rather than us, you know, in the West, we're much more individualist. So I suppose yeah. it's 
it's different in the way that we're brought up from from the beginning we're kind of brought up to recognize that we are an individual in the world yeah 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 at the same time so many people want us to behave and act in a certain way and it's easy to get caught up in that and just kind of conform yeah but there are things massively i think really interesting yeah there are things that we can definitely learn from the more eastern cultures definitely yeah because i really feel that that kind of it's quite helpful to not think of yourself so much but to think of the others and helping people and um i think that can can actually make you really happy and more balanced and i think what i've known from people who have had a lot of therapy um who have then had feedback kind of they were so busy with the self mm-hmm. that they ended up um, well you know this we we know people who are so kind of obsessed with themselves and how terrible everything is they they can't see what they're doing to other people because they're so full of self-pity yeah you know even, and, and and you can and i'm not saying that um you know people do have you know awful things wrong with them or whatever or things going on but even in those situations no matter how bad it is i think self-pity is it's just going to make you miserable and depressed um and I think if you if you kind of step outside of that, um, you can become a much kind of happier person. Yeah, um, definitely. But sometimes it is part of the process. You know, you go through those emotions and yeah. you kind of have to go through it. It's like we spoke about before, the Absolutely. pendulum. You kind of have to Absolutely. go through those things to be able to evaluate it and reflect on it. Completely. Completely. And I really can see how I've changed over the years, you know, how probably I was quite egocentric and selfish when I was younger and a lot more interested in me, 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 me. Um, And then, you know, as I've got older, you know, it's less about me, 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 me. And I realised that I'm a much happier person to not be thinking about that all the time. Yeah, I think that's probably an age thing as well, because we, we are born all about you know looking after ourselves and our survival and over time we do kind of look outwards a bit more but I think yeah um you know it, it that's the thing though it is a journey and I think that's where the journey takes us is that it's yeah it's important to kind of get to know yourself and then when you are comfortable in yourself all those other things kind yeah. of disappear all those that self-esteem because when you become when you know yourself and you become accepting of yourself then you don't compare yeah. yourself to others and you stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you stop thinking, oh, I need to behave this way because so-and-so expects that of me. You just you yeah. stand, you know, solid in your, in who you are. And then the rest just yeah. disappears. And so, yeah, but it is definitely getting a balance. It's, it's important to... It is, yeah. Yeah. And I think also, if I talk, thinking about myself, I mean, I was quite into my pain body, you know, I was quite into... Um, all the stuff, you know, oh, I've got this and oh, I've got migraine and oh, you know, I'm so anxious all the time and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I think actually moving out of that uh, has really helped me become much lighter um, and balanced. And when, when I have had difficult things in my life, it's, it allows you, it's much easier to cope. Yeah. How have you done that then? What's been your journey to step away from well I think just not being so busy with myself and actually thinking of others um, and it's a choice 
you know, I choose to not feel anxious, but also not only that, I mean, I have done hypnotherapy and breathing. Uh, and I, you know, I teach that breath work now where, and, and what that does is it switches things on and off in the brain. So, um, I work and I, and I do that regularly still. So I keep my brain and my systems balanced by doing these practices. Um, I mean, I do yoga, but yoga really, certain things in yoga help with that, but it's all about the breathing and the imagination really at the end of the day. So that's kind of how I, how I do it. Um, and uh, yeah, and I talk about, if I'm talking about myself, I try and talk about Sarah or you, um, and in I your head, you mean when you talk about yourself? In my head, yeah. yeah. I don't walk around. You don't like talk about yourself in the third person. Sarah's just gone to the toilet. Sarah's a good girl. No, no. <laughs> I certainly don't do that. Um, but what I what I do do is I draw things um, in the evening or in the morning, like things that I want to happen or a way I want to be. Um, and I do, as you know, dream yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is amazing. Um, and if I wake up in the night, which is perfectly normal for you to wake up in the night, because we used to wake up every few hours, didn't we, to change, um, you know, for being on the lookout and things mm -hmm. like that. So it's normal to wake up sometimes in the night. Um, and then I, if I do wake up, I then start thinking about the things that I would like to happen. And it's, you know, often not about me. It's about other people. Yeah. So I might be thinking about healing or thinking about, um, you know, that I want the weather to be nice or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how, what I do. Um, yeah. Really. What about yeah, you? Yeah. Well, I just, I was just thinking it's interesting you're saying that, but I mean, I've got quite a few female clients that, you know, they are the other way. And so, they think about others too much to the detriment of themselves. So they will always put other people first and think about others. And they feel guilty if they, um, mm. you know, if they, even if they thought about themselves, you know, they have, and I think, you know, I know, I mean, I know you, you do, you do have very clear boundaries though, although you obviously have said it's helped you to think about others for your, you know, health and stuff, but you still do have very clear boundaries on when to say no and there is a yeah. line. And I think that that's really important to remember. It's, it is good to think about other people, but it's, and I think again, this is why it is a journey. It's kind of go through. It is. A... And also you've got, to, you have to remember my neurodiversity as well. And I think um, with that comes uh, a much more selfish uh, kind of personality, <laughs> I would say. Because kind of, you know, thinking about how something's going to affect me was always number yeah. one. And I've learned that that's... So I think that's probably where maybe the difference lies with people who aren't neurodiverse, who, um, yeah, who have that much more caring, empathetic, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so interesting. But I think it yeah. is, you know, I always think of it, always been backwards and forwards it's this kind of we go through things in life and you kind of go through as we said you know young age teenage age is very selfish and then you start thinking about less you know you generally you start thinking about other people 
um, mm. and then you can lose yourself. And I think lots of lots of women, especially, do lose where they are and who they are, just doing things for other people all the time. And and that's where I think the importance of doing this kind of work, you know, finding yourself. It's, it always sounds a bit cliche, but it makes you, you know, feel more connected to yourself. And then from that, as I said before, you know, you, you learn to accept yourself more. And then in turn, you accept others around you and you just generally become a kind of much healthier, happier person and become aware that, yeah, okay, our world, my own world might centre around me, but equally every single human being on this planet centering around them and we kind of need to work together and help each other. No, I I agree. And I think that I had an interesting thought there. So when I was in my 20s and I had the three tiny children Mm. um, and who worked away the whole time, um, it wasn't that I was so I was really run ragged then because I was working full time and I had these three small children. I was on my own. I, you know, none of my friends had had kids because, you know, they had them um, a bit later. Mm hmm. I was really exhausted and run ragged doing things for the children. Um, But I think that, yeah, I don't know if that was about me being selfless. I mean, I had a duty to care for my children. So, so so I had to do that. Um, And there was no time to, uh, you know, lie on the sofa or um, have a massage or whatever else. And, and I think for me at that, time if I'd have had that opportunity I definitely would have taken it you know yeah uh, it was I was trying to be a martyr but I think there's a lot of that as well where you have no choice or people our age who who I mean we know people who are who, I know I'm a few years older than Julianne but um who are our age who've still got really young children and yeah. they've got aging parents and so they're you know double whammy uh and so yeah difficult yeah yeah it is difficult but it, I think it's an it's such an important thing to do that mm. and it's not something that's the thing is that it's um remembering that it's not something that needs to be done overnight you know it is a journey it's yeah. baby steps it's something that you do something you know every day if you can just something little writing yeah. in your journal yeah. I think that's a, a, a really good way mm-hmm. to get to know yourself yeah it's allowing what's ever in your mind to come out mm-hmm. onto paper um mm. just allowing it do you to do, flow. That, do you do do you do that journaling um in the morning or in the evening i tend to do it in the morning and you know kind of when i'm into it i'm not at the moment i haven't really been doing very much again it's a journey and when i feel like i need you know when i, I it's when i feel disconnected when i start feeling disconnected and i'm doing all the other things you know i'm doing I'm out in nature and I'm seeing people and I'm looking after myself and then I still feel disconnected. I kind of feel well, there's been some kind of shift. There's something that's changed within me that I've not looked at. So then, um, you know, it's probably so deep in my subconscious it hasn't come through to the conscious yet. So to help bring it out, I will then, you know, write in a notebook and I sort of just do sort of two, three pages of just, you know, literally just rambling. Anything that needs to come out, and sometimes it's just a load of nonsense, but sometimes it's suddenly, oh, okay. And you get that, you know, eureka moment that you're like, oh, okay, that's different. I haven't, yeah. you know, that's changed a lot from how I saw the world or what I wanted to do or, you know, that, and it is, it is a constant change. I've, I think, you know, 
gone are the days that we decide this is who I want to be and that's it you're that person till the end to the day you die I think you know we have the we're so lucky that we have the opportunity to have many different experiences and do different things and get to be yeah. all different types of people you know well, and also nice. kind of people come and people go as well don't yeah. they you know as you by friendships in this area you know where we live um have changed quite quite significantly much more into the more kind of uh wild and weird and wacky community um and people who are almost yeah a bit further on than the people who are you know i don't know i can't explain it but the, the people that we hang out with are, are quite different i think sometimes and really interesting and um yeah, and, and have come, are very aware of their journeys. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you, when you do do this kind of work, you end up attracting people into your life that are doing similar stuff because you do, it's hard to do it. If, you know, if you've suddenly, you know, becoming accepting of yourself, you want to live your truth and you're surrounded by people that want you to behave a certain way and don't like it, you're going to quickly fall away from that and then you're going to be you're going to attract people into your life that are going to think more like you that are going to be accepting of you and it doesn't mean that we all you know we've got a load of friends mutual friends and um we're all very very different with different beliefs and different things we want to do in our lives and all go about it a completely different way but we're all accepting of each other and we all kind of you know, at times, I'm sure we all kind of look, think, I'm not sure why they chose to do it that way. But we all know that it's, you know, everyone's on their own journey and everyone's doing what they know is best for them because they're doing the work and they're looking at themselves and they're mm. making the decisions based on their own inspired action rather than just like, well, that's what so Blogs down the road did and it worked for them, so I'm going to try it as well. So everyone's trying to find their own path. And it's a beautiful yeah. thing to see and support other women and and be together doing yeah yeah and and one of, one of the other things that we're doing as a family which has been quite good is a kind of reflect at the end of the day so we all sit down and talk about how we felt today and then um and then offer insight um you know say if someone's been procrastinating or whatever they're talking about kind of offering insight and that that's been quite uh powerful actually yeah um with with all of us um and i'm not terribly good at it i uh tend to describe my day rather than kind of the the you know and they pull me up for that which is really really good yeah well, that's kind um, of like circle similar you know when we like circle exactly. and yeah and that's exactly what one of my children does daily now online yeah. um is go online with, with this group and share and in fact there's no insight in this though there's it's like our circle where yeah. you people listen and uh really very very powerful yeah well just being that's it's having the awareness and it's not yeah i did this mm. today i did that today you know it's the no. self-discovery stuff although what comes out of it is maybe things that you know more kind of action-based stuff that you're going to do to become the person that you want to become but or you know live the life that you want to be living that's true to you but what yeah. it is really is you know just tapping into your emotions and starting to actually look within rather than and yeah yeah not the doing stuff but the feeling is I think the 
the discovery bit is the kind of more feminine feeling side of things and then mm. out of that comes the more masculine action-based this is what I'm going yeah. to do and it's and again it's yeah. getting that balance between the two so you need to do a little bit mm. of reflective work and then a bit of actually doing something about whatever it is that you want to yeah yeah I mean one one of the other things that's helped me quite a lot, a lot is kind of different teachers on the way yeah you know and they you know you have you have a, a you know say a yoga teacher or a pilates teacher or a meditation teacher whatever it is and you learn from them and then you kind of outgrow them and you go to you know you you meet somebody else and these people seem to just land in my life you know different people at different times um and i think that's been really useful and the other thing is you know when when we were running well-being events mm-hmm. and you were doing your very small um festivals because i'm not a lover of big festivals but small intimate festivals i mean those were huge those three days in the tent and just with a small group of women amazing and i think that those kind of things you know meeting lots of different people yeah who have so much to offer that is that for me has been great for, for my journey yeah and obviously we've we've only just you know I'm just kind of focusing on the little things that you can do every day, but obviously there are people that do massive things to go and find themselves. You know, they take themselves across the world and they yeah you know, go and you know month long retreats or you know travel yeah whatever. There's you know lots of things that but obviously at the moment being in lockdown, we're kind of uh, stuck with things to do. And I, I think. You know, lockdown also, though, with self-discovery is a perfect time because I think lots of people are re-evaluating their lives and looking at actually what is important. And, you know, when everything's yeah. kind of taken away, you've got a bit more time to look at, yeah. you know, what has been stressful in our lives yeah. and what, what's meaningful and what's important and what's not important. So it's, it's a great time to be, to be looking, looking within. So I've got some... Well, um, I've got some... Can't go out, so you, you've got to go in. Yeah. <laughs> and I think also the other the other thing is um you know the world is now changed forever and uh you know we enter this new phase this new world yeah and I I really feel that people who are stuck in the old way you know it's not going to be good well it'll just be a bit tougher for them won't it but that's why hopefully yeah. I, you know I think more people will turn to doing this kind of work and yeah i really think it's important because we we have to move into this new phase yeah yeah um so i've got very interesting have you got some top top tips yeah. well so to start with i thought um it's good to sort of I've obviously I've mentioned about journaling which is more just allowing to flow but there are some questions that you can ask yourself to start sort of discovering so kind of um one thing that uh, an exercise that lots of people like to do is to write and it sounds a bit morbid but it's to write your own obituary so looking at you know when you pass over what would you like people to say about you you know what would you have liked to have accomplished and oh i love that yeah so if you were going to do that my way you would refer to yourself as Leanne yeah so you'd write it about of course yeah you'd write it as with the person because you wouldn't be there yeah. you wouldn't say I because you're not there so, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I like yeah. That. 
so that's a good thing to look at and it's and not just like things that it's good to have some things that you would have liked to have done but also how you've touched people's lives and the difference that you've made and you know the person that you've been yeah. um but if you're not even there yet because sometimes people are like well I'm not you know I don't really know all those things it's just start with well, where are you now so look at your life right now be completely and honest you know the good the bad and just the things that you're happy with the things that you're not so happy with and you know sort of what what have you got in your life that's that you enjoy and what you feel that you're missing out on yeah what you know look at things like what things can you do that make you feel proud of yourself and you know look at those what you know what inspires you who inspires you why do those people inspire you you know what is it about other people what what is it that you find admirable admirable in other people and then kind of look at that and think well is that something that I would like to be aspiring to and and then just talents as well because and sometimes that can be hard to do self like when you've when you've started so you can ask your family and friends around you you know don't you know pick people that you know that you trust that you respect their opinion and say you know what you know why are you my friend why do you love me why are you in my life what is it about me that you you know you find inspiring or interesting um and if you can do that yourself then great but if you if you're stuck then then don't and the thing is about those things that are great about ourselves is that often we don't value them because we think well it's just what it is and we don't see you know there's things that we can do really easy because there are skills we don't really realize that they are a skill so they can kind of get lost mm-hmm. in us and then we don't really value yeah. them or work at them or use them to our advantage because we just assume that they're just things that are just really easy to do um yeah or that everyone yeah and it's you know and that so for example for me like I never I um love bringing people together and I never really saw it as a skill I just always thought well I just like to throw parties or I like to host events or I like to have women's circles or I like to do things with people necessarily a skill but suddenly you realize well actually it is a skill it's something that lots of people can't do people don't bring people together quite often people do the opposite so things like that that you just start to notice that they are actually important things about you and your character they're that make up you and they're the things that you know again I'm sure most of my friends would be like you know you do bring people together and that's you know a lovely thing and I I know people around me have met people through each other and all that kind of thing so it's just knowing things like that that you you might necessarily just do because you love doing it or it's just part of who you are but you don't really see it as being a skill or being something that other people don't do and they're often the other things that you do just you just do them easily and other questions to ask things like um you know what motivates me um or what difference do I make and want to make in the world or what impact do I want to to have so yeah things like that and then as I said again journaling is really important um and trying new things again if you yeah that's what I was going to say or doing things that you do every day in a different way yeah yeah that's a good one like change mix it up a bit Yeah. yeah And yeah, and follow those passions again. You know things that you get. You know, you're thinking, oh, I'd really want to learn that. I'd really want to do that. But what's the point of doing that? It's lots of people get driven by money, for example, and 
why would I want to go and do that? That's not going to bring me any money. But it doesn't, don't allow that to be your motivation for everything. Obviously, we all need money to live off of. But sometimes allow yourself to explore things and do things just because they bring you joy. Um, It doesn't always have to be about something bigger, but just, you know, play with it, have fun, do do things that bring you joy. Mm. And and visualise. I think visualisation is really powerful. So even if you can't, you know, yeah. especially... for me, I think, I, for me, that visualization I think is really important. But I think draw it because the brain loves pictures. Yeah. It will come true. Yeah, I love that. Well, if you're not very good at drawing, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Even better. Even better. <laughs> doesn't matter. Seriously. Oh, lovely. It, it doesn't. Well, that's that's my top tips. Any anything you want to add to that? Apart from your that's the drawing one. That's great. No, I when I uh, when I had no Leanne's top tips remain Leanne's top <laughs> tips. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody, and uh, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>If you like this episode, please do subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at women's underscore debate, Instagram, women's masturbate, all one word, Facebook, women, apostrophe S, separate word mass, separate word debate.